Thanks for joining me today at War Room. Before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your word that will come across today, that we'll have ears to hear with our heart, with our spirit man, that your word will not go away from us, but we will dwell upon it. We will meditate in it and learn how to worship you in everything that we do. And we thank you, Lord, for just giving us the desire to hang out with you more and more because we love you and all because you love us first. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. A couple weeks ago, I was asked upon in our local church to minister to our altar care workers. And that applies to us. And the Lord laid on my heart to talk about worship first. So let's go ahead and join the service. And the reason why I said that is because we hear what we're pastor been talking about. We're going to get bigger. We're going to get larger. We can pop. How many times he told us we're going to pop this wall out and stand into the lobby? Right? <laughs> Hallelujah. But it has to be we have to first worship him. You know, we see, we hear this brother uh, came to us last week talking about all the miracles. And I went on his website and saw all the miracles and stuff that happening overseas. Yeah. What happened to us? Yeah. Why are we not getting that? Yeah. We're missing something. And we need to get back to that thing. Amen. And as autocare leaders or autocare workers, excuse me, and we're hearing the pastor talking about certain things, we need to get in that worship with the Lord so we can see it. You know, I will give you illustrations just like a child went to the amusement park with the parent. You know, they're about this tall, two feet high, maybe less, and all they can see is right here. That's all they can see. And they're seeing all the big legs, small legs, tiny legs. That's all they can see. But their parents singing way ahead and say, oh, look at that. Look at that. That kid doesn't see that. Until that father or that mother take that kid and pull on the shoulder, then that child gets to see, oh. But even while they're seeing, they're still not perceiving everything. They're not comprehending everything that's going on. And if the Lord talking to our pastor about certain things, we need to get in his presence at his eye level and see Amen. what he's seeing. Amen. I remember how uh, Pastor Hagen would say he would call his staff on the open field and say, hey, did you see the platform? Hey, did you see this? And they would pass a bit of be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see it. But if you see it, yes, sir, I see it. So we need to get with the Lord so we can see. So we can see ourselves full, but it starts with you and me, yeah. right? Yeah. We're the root here. We're supposed to be not just autocare workers, but we're supposed to be praying. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And that applies to everything in our lives. We want the miracles. We want the glory of God, but we don't want to do what it takes. We don't want to worship him. Because we're not going to get miracles if we learn to worship. Because when you worship him, his glory comes. And when his glory comes... The supply is there. Amen. 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 The supply always comes with the glory. Yes. But what supersedes the glory is worship. Mm-hmm. So let's look at some scriptures. Let's go ahead and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 20. This is the most favorite. I know you guys heard about it. I'll just give you a little short version. I'm not going to read everybody's names because, like I said, I'm from Oklahoma. 
<laughs> That's why I would tell my nursing folks that I have an accent. They say, where are you from? I say, I'm from Oklahoma. They say, no, you're not. I say, trust me, I am. <laughs> now I start telling them, I'm from Oklahoma, and I'm almost from Arkansas. They say, we don't sound like that. I say, watch me. In, two, in about 10 years, I will sound just like you. That's my way of saying my accent doesn't matter, right? Yep. Hallelujah. Okay, so if you look at verse, uh, Jehoshaphat heard. Oh, he, Chronicles. Chronicles, right? Did I say, what did I say? Corinthians. Corinthians? Yeah. Ooh, whoa, way off. <laughs> All right, let's go to Second Chronicles chapter 20. That's what I meant. Thank you. You guys are sharp. You see, when I said Jehoshaphat, you know he's not a New Testament guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said, whoops, she's off. Okay. Oh, Lord, thank you. So if you look at something, Jehoshaphat heard, I'm going to give you a background. He heard something. He heard this great multitude coming against his kingdom. And the first thing that happened when you look at verse, uh, verse 3, and Jehoshaphat, he feared. And now when he was afraid, he set himself to seek the law and to proclaim a fast in all Judah. What I want you to think about is when fear comes, he didn't just fear. He did something else. Yeah. I'm not talking about fear today, guys. I'm talking about worship. I'm talking about worship. Amen. Okay? He set himself up to seek the face of the Lord. How many times when fear comes, we run to www.google? Yeah. Or we run to mom or dad on the phone? Mm-hmm. No, we set ourselves up to seek the Lord. This time it's not a negative thing that we're hearing. We're hearing positive thing. But we still need to seek the face of the Lord. Right? For more direction. Because when you seek God, he will talk to you. So let's go back to uh, Acts. This time I'm not going to miss it. It's Acts chapter 13. I'm just going to give you a little snippet. uh, So you can can go back and read these uh, uh, stories if, if you like to. Acts chapter 13 says, just a really small snippet, 13 verse 2. Oh, no wonder. My Bible page is, okay, there. So this time we're talking about Paul and Silas and the whole of verse 1 talking about all these people, names that I cannot name. But verse 2 says, as they worship. Minister, another translation say minister, but other tra- most translations say, as they worship who? Worship the law. Mm-hmm. And fast that the Holy Spirit said. That's right. You're not going to hear what God is saying if you don't sit down and listen and worship him. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit said. But listen, guys, something, something's happening here. When we seek God, when we worship, he hears us. Mm-hmm. He speaks. And her power comes down. So if you look at Acts chapter 16, like I said, going to be a little snippy, little small pieces. Acts chapter 16, also talking about Paul and Silas. They were beaten here because they cast out the devil from this young lady. And now what happened? They got thrown into jail. Number 25 says, I made nice Silas and Paul pray and sing praises. So worship, you can sing praises to the Lord. You can, you can sing psalms. The thing that, we, that I find that is most problematic, how to keep your mind quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that. Because yes, you desire to worship him. 
But how do you keep your mind quiet so you enter the presence of God? So he speaks to you. So you minister to him and you show him how much you love him. But this mind, well, we'll do that today. We'll show you how you can quiet your mind and worship. Amen. Amen. So then when the power of when they finished sinking the songs and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Have you ever have you ever been in an earthquake? We were in an earthquake. Okay, good. If you hear about California, they have earthquake and building falling down. We experienced an aftermath of an earthquake in Senator. I am not kidding you. You do not want to have anything shaking, especially what you're standing on. Shaking. No, 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 no. Right? right? But our whole bare head was do 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 And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I think my daughter may have tested me from Oklahoma. She said, there's an earthquake. Da, 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 da. I'm like, whoa. We felt it here. The after, what is it called? Aftermath. The aftermath. There you go. We felt it. We're not even in the middle of it. But listen to this earthquake. This earthquake was so awesome. And uh, what was it? And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and every man bent were loose. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what happened when you worship. Amen. God talked to you when you worship. You get a see from his perspective. Amen. Right? Amen. Any news you hear, whether it be positive or negative, set yourself up just like Jehoshaphat did. Set yourself up to worship. You know, when he feared, there came a time in my life, one time when I heard certain news, I was afraid. And I think Brother Lance may have remembered when this surgeon came out of the chip uh, surgery and he gave us this whole gimmick of stuff. Me being a critical care nurse, I understood everything from the natural point. And I asked him one question. And I said, so do you think it would have been better for him to die? Remember that, Brother Lance? What was talking at that time? Fear. Because I heard. Yeah. It was a negative situation. I took it and I heard. And then the question I came out was that question, which was fear talking. Mm-hmm. But thank God for his mercy, I learned to get with him and worship him and see that I got a different report and now fear doesn't have any way of talking to me. Right? Fear doesn't talk anymore. What's talking? I'm seeing everything from God's perspective. If I haven't gotten with him, I would have still been in fear. So when we worship, a couple of things happen, right? We say when we worship, God talks to us. He talks to us. He show all things to come, and his power come down. Yeah. But worship bring the glory, and in the glory comes all the things you need. Mm-hmm. Now, don't go to God because you want all your wants, and you say, I'm going to come and worship because I want a million dollars. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Worship because you love him. Yeah. Worship because you have something mm-hmm. to talk to him about. Like I was telling one of my girls today, I just want to hang out. Hanging out with the Lord. Amen. Just hang out. Mm-hmm. Right? Amen. If you feel like all your friends going to work and you don't have anybody to hang out with, just hang out with him. 
Amen. And then you're going to see the vision of what our pastor has. Mm-hmm. And you'll pray for more souls to come in. And not just souls, because I don't want to be in a church that is a dead church, excuse me. Yeah. Or I don't want to be in a church just like any other church in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I want people to ask me and say, oh, that church you go to when I call the church name? This you say, oh, yeah, we heard blind eyes are opening. Amen. Yes, amen. The dead are raised up. The lame are walking. That's what the power of God. Oh, yes. That's the church I want to be a part of. If we're going to grow upward, let's start from getting bigger on the inside. And that takes a time to worship the Lord. Because the more we worship him, he's awesome. So now how do we worship like I said, in the past, we, uh, a few minutes ago, we have to worship him. The question is, how do I do that? Let's look at John chapter 4, verse 23. <laughs> Jesus is talking to this lady at the well. You remember that story? Yes. <laughs> oh, I like this story. But I'm going to get down to the point. Verse 23 says, but Jesus is talking. <laughs> Let's go back to 22. He said, you worship something you don't know, but we worship what we do know because salvation is of the Jews. And then he came down to 23 and said, the hour has come. And it is now that the, that the true worshiper should worship, in, worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks those worshippers that worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, how do I worship God in spirit and in truth? In spirit, coming from right here. Mm-hmm. How do I silence my mind so I can tap into my spirit, man? Is what we're talking about for right now. Yeah. How do you silence your mind most of the time? If I want to silence my mind, you know, the Holy Spirit is not so far off. He lives in you. Yeah. He's right here. You don't have to tear it for 10 years. No, 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 no. Come on. He's the greatest. He that is in you than he that is in the world. So he's right here. Just start talking to yourself into the Lord. Lord, thank you. I silence my mind. And my mind, you're going to focus on the Lord. You just start. And you start praying the spirit. Start talking to yourself in the spirit a little bit. Get yourself quiet. You don't need music. You know something? If music helps. Then do music. Just whatever floats your boat. Whatever causes you to get into his presence, you do that. What causes me is recognizing that he's right here. And I said, Father, thank you for being here with me. Father, thank you for being right here. I don't have to go long. And the thing we most often do, we come to the presence of the law with something I have to work on, our emotions. We are human, it's okay. Yeah. We come with our problems. We come with, oh, this situation happening now, Lord, so then we come to him. You don't come with your problems. You just come to worship, yeah. right? You come to worship. Yeah. He said, come into my presence with praise. Mm-hmm. So then I start praising him. I'm going to acquire this mind. Praise him. Yes. When I do quiet my mind, then I start thanking to him. Father, I thank you. Yes. 
You are so awesome. And I tell you, if you try that, you already done that. You know how to do that. He's right there. Amen. And he shows up. And what he does, it's so, it's so amazing how when you come out of the presence of the Lord, you don't feel hungry. You don't feel tired. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Because his presence renewed, just gener- regenerate you. Amen. That's how you quiet your mind. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Now, how do you wash your hair in truth? The only thing that is true is the word of God. Yes. The word is true. So when you come to worship in spirit, mm-hmm. come with his word. Yes. Because that's the only truth. You come with his word. So when I'm coming with his word, I say, Father, now I want you to, I want you to go back to Second Chronicles. See what Jehoshaphat is saying. He came to what he came. He had fear, then he fasted, then he prayed. But when you read verse 4 and 5 and 6 and 7, he's coming with his word. He's saying, Lord, aren't you God? Didn't you make the hell and the earth? Didn't you do this, this, and the other? He put in, what is he doing? He put in himself in remembrance of how big God is. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So you come with the word of God. Father, you are God. Yes. There is no one greater than you. Mm-hmm. You are good. And you just are magnifying him. What are it be in another uh, in tongues? It doesn't take you long. Yeah. And you will show up. Amen. What am I saying? I'm trying to say enlarge your spirit, man. So we'll be ready for this war going down. Amen. So we'll be ready for the influx and seeing miracles in our midst. Amen. But it starts from here. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how you worship in true. So you worship, put your, put your mind on pause. That's why I like the, uh, the scripture in Corinthians. <clears throat> Second Corinthians chapter 14, I think it says in verse 2, that said when we pray mm-hmm. in all our tongues, our mind becomes unfruitful. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we're praying from here. Yeah, Lord. the Holy Spirit know why He put that there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so right. we're gonna come. We're gonna quiet our mind. We know how to do that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna that in spirit. We're gonna come with the Word of God. That's true. Mm-hmm. And and uh, draw my head on myself, but then come with or uh, anything the Lord have done in your life. Mm-hmm. What kind of good stuff He's done in your life? This is when most young people say, "Well." I don't have anything the Lord done for me. I mean, I haven't been sick for any kind of daily disease. I'm good. Huh? Do you know how your heart beat? No, you don't know. (laughs) I'm a critical care nurse. I can tell you how your heart beat. But what the scientists don't understand is what causes, you know, you have a little generator right up here on the right side of your chest. It's called a pacemaker. It has a certain set. It said the Lord said it there for a reason. And then how does the chemical go back and forth to cause that machine, that generator, to stay intact? That's what they don't understand. Mm-hmm. They know you have one, mm-hmm. but they don't understand what caused the potassium and the sodium and the calcium to go back and forth at a certain speed that keep that generator up. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. So if you don't have anything, any kind of testimony to come to the Lord with, to say, Lord, you did this. Lord, you're so faithful here. Oh, Lord, just, just keep in my heart beat. Amen. Lord, you are good just Amen. for that. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. 
Lord, when I eat something that you cause my pancreas to just work and my stomach to just work when I'm not doing anything to cause it to work. Now, as you get older and life try to slap you, you be like, hey, you can't touch me. Don't touch it, right? Because you have grown to develop your spirit, man, to learn how to worship God that nothing, nothing will move you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when I went to the dictionary and defined worship, this is what it says. Look at the time I'm defining worship, right? Great. God is good. So we define worship as show reverence and adoration for deity. That doesn't explain anything to me. What is reverence? Reverence, then, is deep respect. What is adoration? Adoration, then, when I define it, is deep love. So now when I'm going to define worship, I say worship is deep respect and deep love for deity, for my father. Amen. 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 So we shouldn't seek his hands, only his hand. Auto care worker, you need to be ready. You need to stay, and we're going to tell you that you need to stay ready all the time. But in order to stay ready, you can't just tell somebody to stay ready, right? right? So the Lord just put on my heart for me to encourage you to just worship him, get in there and worship him, get to know his heart, yes. so that way you'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Because when you come and minister to people here, you pour pouring out of what you have. Yes. And when you finish pouring out, sometimes you dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then you get filled again. So I tell the Lord, Lord, keep me full. Amen. Keep me full. Amen. I don't want one inch off. Keep me full. Amen. Because when you stay full, when you take a cup out, you're still full. Because I know me when I'm not full. <laughs> no, you don't want to see that. Because <laughs> then you become irritable because I have flesh. I have flesh. So I got to stay full with the word of God. Stay full in his presence. So as you dip and give, you still have more. Amen. Amen. So that's what the Lord put on my heart today to share with you guys. To see the vision that he has, that pastor has for us. We're going to get enlarged. As we do that, let's start getting enlarged from here. Come to the Lord. Come to worship him in spirit and in truth. You know, when you worship, God hears you. And when you start worshiping him, he's like, move. Move out of my way. I see someone who worshiping me. And he honor you with his presence, with his glory. And when he honor you, it's addicting. It's addicting. You will never be the same. Somebody's just praying from the hell, you'll be like, huh? The label on the can is correct, but the, the can is empty. If it, it seems like that. But it's so addicting. You don't want everybody to come into the presence of the Lord. Dude, did you know? Whew, he's awesome. And when you say he's awesome, you meant he's awesome. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And I tell you how to, how to put your mind on hold, how to, how to silence your mind, right? Mm-hmm. And how to worship him. And how to bring all your, your it's, it's almost like an inventory. Bring everything the Lord has done for you. Mm-hmm. That's what Brother Hagin said. I don't ask the Lord for anything until I worship him. Until I go and worship him. I see why. Mm-hmm. 
Because when I heard those bad news, then if I had just paused and go and worship God, my response would have been different. But God is so merciful. Merciful. Right? He doesn't just slap you on the head and say, da-da-da, you did nothing. Let's go. No, no, no. He pick you up, dust you up, hug you, love you. Yes. Amen. Yes. So anyway, I think that's what I have for today. Amen. Start today, okay, guys? Praise Get to worship him. Spend time with him. Amen. And your life, I promise, will never be the same. Never, never be the same. You, Let it not be another church. Let it not be another, oh, yeah, the little church. No. We want to be a little dynamite, a big dynamite. Yeah. Right? So when people come, when they drive by, they send something different. They say, what's going on? They want to come in. Because you and me been seeking his face, been worshiping him. So when we do come to church, we expect his glory. We expect him to honor us with his presence. And when that comes, we leave change. No flesh. No flesh will get the glory. And when somebody says, wow, that was a service, we say, praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God.